Hello and welcome to KGM Studio. Wow, it has been a week since I have not got on here. I just been having a lot of um, full schedule. Let's just say um, Thanksgiving was last week, but God is so good in how he just sometimes orchestrates my schedule for me because sometimes I don't know what I'm doing. Um, but it's just been a great encounter to feel the presence of God during the time November is a month to remember. I'll say that it's being thankful and grateful. And I meant to share that last week, just being thankful of what we have. A lot of times we take for granted just the simple littlest things, you know, and how I really found myself appreciating life again was actually going to mission trips internationally and how you know, they don't have a lot as we do when I go to a lot of these third world countries. Um, as you guys heard, I've been to Ethiopia just a couple months ago, but it's it's so you get to really know how God just blesses you and blesses others during times of um, struggles and sacrifices and you know people different cultures have their own different way of living their own lifestyle but living in California I'm grateful and so thankful you know um, some people I've heard on airplanes actually I'll share a testimony there was one a couple and they've never been to California before and so they were asking me, they were like, is there churches in California? Because they were getting ready to come to California. I said, I looked at them with this surprised look like, yes. <laughs> but I kind of laughed at the same time. So they've heard so many negative stories of how California is this, California is that. Um, but I'll tell you one thing. Um, when I found out how California is just especially in L.A. area where God made a covenant in California during the time. Oh, my goodness. It's um, it was when the Pentecostal was growing in that area. Azusa Street. There we go. And, um, you know, God has not erased California off his list to help us here for revivals and and other things for people to know who Jesus is. He's actually made a covenant with California. So California is like um, the place to just know the presence of God. And it's just birthing out more things, even though people look at, hear the news of the negativity. You know what? God is still on the throne and he's doing some miraculous signs and wonders that's about to blow up in California because of his living water. And that's not what I'm actually supposed to preach about. I or share about. I just wanted to um, share. Also, I was invited to my friend's brother's funeral, and he made such an impact, a legacy of who Jesus is. And unfortunately, when him and his wife decided to sell everything and move to the Philippines to do mission work over there, um, just maybe. He went there sometime, I think, in the end of sometime in September. And 
we had his memorial yet just a few week just a few days ago <clears throat> and it just broke my heart to know you know he was such a good um man i met him uh at one of my friend at my friends's um concert in the streets and such a gentle man him and his wife they're all about loving the lord and just wanting to tell people about the lord but he left a legacy and um hearing the stories from so many of his friends and family was just like wow like he wrote a book he he's a musician he's a songwriter he he's so talented and gifted that god used him in so many different avenues and when he left us Jesus legacy i was thinking to myself that's the legacy i want for my children's children to know what i've done here on this earth you know and we can leave that legacy too if you're a follower of jesus christ because that's what he's called us to do the great commission to go out and co-mission like co is actually partnering with Jesus and mission is being sent out. So you can be sent out in the grocery store, in your community, at your job, wherever it is, just share the love of who Jesus is or pray for people. And that's one thing I wanted to um, emphasize on. It's not so much of a religion being stuck in a four wall building in a church, but it's showing his supernatural miracle working powers you know and sometimes um when my family member kind of makes fun of me he's like mom you don't have superpowers but to be honest our dna is in the supernatural it's through jesus when we receive him as our lord and savior and because he's given us the holy spirit that's why god is able to use our hands our words whatever it is because when we abide in his word as like the tree and the branch oh man um abiding in his word having that intimate relationship with god just communing with him every morning like i take communion every morning letting god know thank you that i don't have to sacrifice a ram a bull a, a lamb a goat a sheep to a pigeons turtle doves and like sprinkle the blood on the altar like priests did in the book of Leviticus, you know, Jesus took all of that. His blood was shed on the cross for us. And one of the things that I also wanted to share was Mary Baxter. She's a writer and author of a book called Heaven and Hell. And she actually, actually the title is something else, but she visited hell for 30 nights and heaven for 10 nights. And she said in one of her books, she ha I have like 10 or 12 of her books. I can't even remember all of them. But she mentioned how she, God drew her back on the crucifixion day when Jesus was getting crucified. And God showed her um, through not her natural eyes, but through her supernatural eyes, God showed her angels coming down from heaven and collecting Jesus's blood and taking it back to heaven. So that's just a symbolic and representation that, you know, they too may have an altar or tabernacle there and where <clears throat> they'll do the sprinkling of whatever it is, or maybe not, but they, they save that blood for us. The blood that he shed for us, and it has so much meaning in so many different avenues. 
excuse me. And God is so powerful and and his words are powerful as well as sometimes we have to know who we are in Christ. And it's called the identity in Christ. It's actually one of the chapters I'm writing in my book, God's book called His Kingdom. And I just kind of wanted to share a little bit about it um, because sometimes we forget who we are in Christ. So um, one of the things I wanted to share is that when we become born again, we are now a new creation with our Lord Jesus Christ, with our Heavenly Father, and with the Holy Spirit. We actually have access to God's kingdom because we have been adopted into His family by just saying a few simple words of of receiving Jesus as our Lord and Savior, His salvation. I know sometimes that living on here on earth, I sometimes forget who I am in Christ, and I'll be honest, transparent with you guys, until I begin to pray and ask the Holy Spirit guidance throughout my day. It's supposed to be like a consistent and persistent reminder for me in who I am in Christ and what I carry, which is his divine purpose here on this earth, to share the glory of God to people who can be a part of his family or his kingdom. And like I said earlier, our DNA is the supernatural Our DNA is in the supernatural because of our identity in Christ, the I am. So just like in the book of John 1.12, he talked about, I am a child of God. And his scripture says, but as many as received him to them, he gave the right to become children of God to those who believe in his name. So we have been, um, we are made by his image because we have accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, and we get adopted to the kingdom of God. And and it's a spiritual thing, to be honest. Um, some people, like um, uh, one of the priests or rabbis asked Jesus, like, how do you become born again? Like, do you go back and your mother, you know, he was probably thinking, do you go back in your mother's womb and like, you know, try and recreate it, but really it's, it's through a spiritual way of, um, just speaking the words and accepting in your heart, um, who Jesus is a savior, someone who's going to guide you. And it's actually his love. His love is so powerful. And I, I'm 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 not perfect. I have to ask for for forgiveness as well because sometimes I'm like God, show me how to love my enemies, the people who has hurt me, you know. And it's it has been um, a journey, a struggle, especially when you know people in your family that has done um, so many things to even try to create put a curse on you of death and you still have to love them regardless because God is love. And, um, that's a learning stage. I'm still learning in that process. I have not graduated yet. And maybe some of you guys are wondering, well, this person has done so many bad things. They hurt me. They broke my heart. Well, I can relate because a, a family member of mine was, trying to take me down as well towards probably wanting to have me in a funeral or, you know, just those kinds of things. And praise the Lord that 
I can hear the Holy Spirit telling me what I need to do in order to cast that out or in order to remove whatever the person did over me. But that's when you have that relationship with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. When you begin to have that relationship with them, they will begin to speak to you, um, maybe in a still small voice, maybe in an audible voice or a voice of God. Like there was one time when I heard the voice of God, and it was pretty loud and clear. And I was like, okay, I hear you, God. And it's not like, it's not a, don't doubt it. Just know that God is just leading you into his, his kingdom. God is leading you in when I say his kingdom, I'm talking about the presence of God. He just wants to have a relationship with you. And I know I've talked about relationship in the rest of my other podcasts, but that's the key of knowing who your father in heaven is and Jesus and the Holy Spirit is having a relationship and they will begin to speak to you through that. And so you are in identity in Christ. You are also a friend of Jesus, like I am Christ's friend. And, you know, some of these declaration or the I am's here, I want you to declare that over you. Um, but I'm just going to go a, a few of them, not all of them, because I have, I think, a list of almost 20. But um, they're in the book of... Um, Actually, I don't have a scripture on this one, but you are Christ's friend. Um, this scripture is actually, No longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know his master is doing, but I have called you friends for all things that I heard from my Father I have made known to you. It's actually in John fifteen fifteen. I apologize. So Jesus calls us his friend, and he desires to for us to be in one accord with him in the spirit. Jesus wants to have a relationship, there goes that word again, with us as a friend and to abide in us as we continue to walk in his truth. Walking in his truth, walking in his word. So when we walk into his word, it's actually, uh, there's a scripture where it talks about his word is alive, active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It comes to life. How does it come to life? Is because when we speak it, I know, um, listening to Kat Kerr and her seeing how heaven is, her seeing angels and so many people, the saints in heaven, I can feel the presence of God near me when we walk into his truth. And I, she even mentioned that we're assigned one angel or two angels, but I know the fact that my angels work on my behalf when I speak the word of God over somebody or over myself as well, because our words have power. And it's not like this Marvel movies where, you know, they can fly. Probably your spirit can fly to heaven, which mine actually did. <laughs> um, I think I shared that on one of the podcasts where I was actually listening to the song called Touch of Heaven, like over and over and over. I think I was listening to it seven times. And finally, I just said, God, I want to see a glimpse of heaven. My body was still here on earth, but my spirit got lifted up into heaven and I saw the throne and I saw Jesus on the throne. And I 
saw people around me wearing all white and I look so young. I was like, oh my gosh, I look like I'm in my early 20s. And I was wearing all this white, um, like white sleeve. <clears throat> the top was kind of loose and like a, a white skirt or gown. And it was just amazing to see a glimpse of that because I know I love to worship the Lord. And he knows that because I, before I got on this call, I was actually worshiping him the song called Holy Spirit and Rest on Us um, by Maverick City and Brian and Katie Torwalt. And I just began to just get emotional and I was just undone. But when you're undone for the Lord and tears were coming down, I know that the angels were collecting my tears and carrying up in heaven to my book and that's the thing. We don't understand everything here on this earth. But when you can read some of the experiences that some of these people have encountered in heaven, I feel like I've encountered that too because I know what God is doing in my life. So that's why I tell people, I don't know what I'm doing, but God does. So I'm just kind of walking in the spirit, walking in this truth. And so that's the beauty of it when you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And a few more, th few more of identity in Christ. That um, in First Corinthians six seventeen, it talks about I am united with the Lord and with Him in spirit. And but the Scripture goes, but He who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with Him. So we are connected as one with the Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Just like how a mother is connected with her baby, that is the cord that connects us with our Father. Um, so imagine how you're connected with your Father in heaven, our Lord Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. How a vine is connected to its branches. That's how we are with God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. So if you look at a tree, it has the vine, it has the branches. The tree is like, you know, God, Jesus, and the branches all connected. That's us being in one with them. And Sometimes it's hard to explain. Actually, a friend of mine explained it like this. She was saying like how an egg has a yolk and the white part of it and the egg is the shell. She said that's like all in one, um, like a trinity, like she, the way she gave an example to the children's church. It's like an egg being in one, just like how God, our Father and Jesus and the Holy Spirit is all in one. They're all in the spirit together and one accord working on our behalf when we call upon their name you know we have relationship with either or and it's so amazing to know who our god is and the last one i wanted to share is i am assured that all things work together for good in romans 8:28 it says and we know that in all things god works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose. Now, God loves us as his children. God works 24-7 around the clock, 365 days around the year and the world, and he continues to be faithful when we sometimes are unfaithful or have bad days. He's a God who continues to show up and show out because he wants a relationship with his children here on earth. So he works all things for good, regardless if we may have sinned, may have done something wrong. We all have bad days, but you know, you can turn it around because he is a God who forgives. 
and um, where I'm a working progress or process. Other people may be a working process or working progress, but it's okay because God knows our hearts. And that's the beauty of it, because when he can capture your heart, he can do so much. And so um, him capturing my heart, sometimes I just have to surrender and submit to the Savior and to my Father in heaven. And he'll begin to just give me downloads, sometimes in the shower, you know, some my when someone was telling me that, yeah, I get downloads too in the shower from the Lord because it's like that water is cleansing me. And it could be that living water that just comes down and overflows you with his love and his His relationship that he wants to commune with you, you know. And so it's so powerful to have and know a heavenly father who loves us dearly. And that's why he gave his son on the cross for us. And, um, it's just amazing. So it's been a pleasure to speak on this podcast. I'm just so thankful and blessed to have the opportunity to just share. So I just um, I just want to pray over you guys. And so, Father, we just thank you for the listeners on this call. We thank you for your supervision. We thank you for your love over them. God, I just ask that you begin to bless them with abundance and favors, Father God, as your word says in Proverbs 3, 4, that we have favor with you and man. So, Father, I just thank you for also healing them, whatever they may be going through, whether it's broken heart or physical needs. God, you are the God who restores. You are their great physician. And God, I thank you for restoring their families. And I pray for salvation for their families and friends. And use them in a mighty way. Let the desires of their hearts just begin to manifest and just set it out and lay it at your feet so that they too can feel and know that their God is answering their prayers. So Father, be with them, touch them in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. God bless and you guys have a blessed day.